I usually tell you a story, but today I'm going to read you a story. This is a story about a woman who's, um, well, she's about my age. She has kind of, would you say, blackish, grayish, silverish hair. Um, she's got glasses like mine, and she um, is about the same size. In fact, she's very much like me. It seems that her whole life was spent in an amusement park, like Disney World or maybe the Tunbridge Fair. <laughs> it was filled with excitement, thrills, and wonder. She traveled around the park, spending time in education land, the parenthood, and career travel and adventure land. Some rides were fast and furious, really fun and over way too soon, while others were scary, and she had to shut her eyes, hold on tight to her friends, and try to remember to breathe while she waited for the ride to end. There were laughs, surprises, joy. There were balloons and cotton candy. There were also tears. Once, she lost the ice cream from her cone. Another time she tripped and skinned her knee. She was tremendously sad when some of her friends had to leave the park early. But most of the time, she was extremely glad that she had bought a ticket. She explored every corner of the park, even riding some rides twice, and was headed in the direction of a new area of the park where some people were arguing over the name. The golden years. Retirement. <laughs> 60 is the new 40. The spirituality of aging, or oh great, finally time for me land. Just as she was about to enter the gate, she noticed a ride that she'd never seen before. It was way, way, way over in the corner far from the main thoroughfare. The sign said D-R-E. <laughs> and inside the fence, there was an unassuming, friendly-looking brown pony. Oh, she thought, a pony ride. That sounds like fun. I might like this D-R-E. So she climbed aboard the small animal, expecting a short ride around the corral, <laughs> when suddenly she discovered that this was no ordinary pony. The pony began to sprout wings and was soon mounting to the sky. She was flying. Climbing on that pony had given her wings too. She flew high and she flew far. She soared. She did spins, dives, and twists, and loop-de-loops. She never imagined the sights she would see. She watched children growing. She heard singing on the green rug. She saw wise UUs, hosts of angels, and lots of shepherds, even sheep, at the Christmas pageant. She loved playing games, and she saw children walking on the labyrinth on the side yard. It was amazing. She was so lucky, and to think she almost missed it. 
She loved being on that pony. It was one of the best rides in the park. She never wanted to get off. But she knew pretty soon someone else would be making their way to the corner of the park. Maybe someone named Liza, for example. <laughs> she knew it was time for her to share this amazing ride with the next person in line. She'd take one more flight over the park, smile down on all she could see, then head toward the corral. Her turn was almost over. <clears throat> Most people miss this corner of the park. They don't even know that it's there. How lucky she was to have found it. Perhaps now she'll take a look and see what's in that new section, the one with the many names. There would be more adventures, more wonders, and more excitement for sure. But no matter what was waiting for her to discover, she'd always remember that for a short time, she was a DRE and she could fly. I wonder what adventure is waiting for you. Maybe you will find that corner of the park, too. All of us experience shimmering moments of wonder and joy. Those moments that literally take our breath away. We're caught off guard, surprised by beauty, achievement, or unexpected opportunities that raise the ordinary to the extraordinary. Wonder forces us to stop, look, listen, with wide eyes and open mouths, and the abrupt suspension of breath, which we can only exhale as, wow. That's how I have always felt about being your DRE. Unexpected, surprising, awesome, wow. The call for a substituting director of religious education came the very same week I applied for Social Security. <laughs> I had retired from public education and was beginning to settle into what I thought was the next phase of my life. I bought a kayak. I joined the senior center. And my buddy Anne and I were already taking on several fragile missions. I was busy with Women's Alliance and teaching in our preschool on Sunday mornings. I was enjoying time with family and friends and was even completing the monthly selection of my book club. Life was good. I had absolutely no idea what awaited me just around the corner. Wonder is like that. It appears as suddenly as butterflies springing up from the grass without warning on a summer afternoon, or as gradually as blossoms that swell into apples. It arrives with surprise, delight, joy, and a heightened awareness of the world around us. I wasn't expecting to need my resume again, yet suddenly there was this opportunity right in front of me. It's not that this opportunity came late in my life, but it came at all that just takes my breath away and leaves me filled with awe. To think I might have missed it. Such a wonder. Wow. Wonder is a gift of grace, unearned, unexpected, and unrepeatable. It wasn't luck 
or chance that brought me to this place. It was grace, pure and simple. Grace is beyond the mere toss of the dice. Grace reminds us that the universe is filled with goodness, compassion, love, and beauty. Grace opens us to the sense of the holy, the sacred. In her book, Fluent in Faith, Jean Nuyar says, to pursue moments of exceptional beauty, clarity, or sincerity would be fruitless, but to be open to receiving the gift that is available to us is another matter. The colors of the sunset, the birds on the water, the tenderness of our loved one's face will be there whether we notice or not. To be a person of faith is to be receptive to grace, to notice, to be attentive. It is akin to mindfulness. Gifts are available to us all the time, but they will pass us by unless we are open to see, to feel, and to celebrate. As your DRE, my life has been full of the gifts of wonder and grace, laughter, tears, kindness, and words and actions that have just taken my breath away. The evening of my first community carol sing pageant, with the lights turned very low and the sanctuary filled to overflowing, one little preschooler hesitated and wasn't sure he actually wanted to go down the aisle alone. I heard an adult turn to him and gently say, I'm a shepherd too, let me take your hand. Together we walked through the sorrow of Newtown. I watched teachers hide their own grief and horror to answer questions from children with compassion, care, and tenderness. I listened as children worked through some of life's tough questions. In fact, children and adults alike are still working on some of them. For example, do I really have to be kind to everyone? What about the bully? I don't think I can be kind to him. Do I have to? Or, my friend prays at her church. How do we pray? Is it okay if we don't all believe the same thing? Is one person right and another one wrong? I stood in the middle school classroom last February as our church learned of, our youth learned of, and became incensed about the situation in Flint, Michigan. And I felt their strong desire to do something to make a difference. And then I watched as they did. Once a parent said to me, we have pastoral care for adults. What do we do for our children? Can you help? What an honor to be trusted to help grieving children understand the death of a grandparent, a pet, or a friend. I have laughed and laughed and laughed with our youth. I'll just mention the word quelf, and some of you will know what that means. Or a wastebasket, say no to crack, pull up your pants, for example. <laughs> and several variations of spoons, and no, Jacob, I never will forget that you grabbed that spoon and victory right out of my grasp, not to mention your wicked laugh, it still cracks me up. I began my time here in April. That June, three young women bridged. This year, one of those women became a COA, coming of age, guide 
because, Hannah said, she wanted to help other youth have the same kind of wonderful experience she had had in this church. She also passed on her knowledge of the best hiding places for a game of sardines. More laughing. This spring, during one of the Stories for All Ages, I asked, could you count all the grains of sand in a jar? Yes, you could, Callum replied, but it depends on how you want to spend your life. <laughs> wow, such wisdom. You could, but it depends on how you want to spend your life. Just wow. None of us knows where wonder will catch us up. That's kind of the point. But we all have something waiting for us right around the corner. Be open to the wonder all around us, just waiting to be noticed. The direct result of wonder and grace is gratitude. How can we recognize the gift of wonder, stand in awe in its presence, and not raise our faces to the sun and whisper or shout the words of thanks? I thank you for allowing me to make mistakes, to get things wrong, and to excuse my ever-present typos. I thank you for giving me room to grow, to learn, and to become a better person than I was before. I thank you for sharing our greatest treasure, the children of our spiritual community. I thank you for accompanying me on this amazing wondrous, awesome adventure. Wow. It certainly was not the ride I was expecting, but I am so very glad I had a ticket. Thank you, amen, and blessed be. And now, as we move into a time of meditation and prayer, I would like to share the late Irish priest and poet John O'Donohue said, the sense of wonder is the key source of prayer. Wonder at the adventure of being here is one of the special qualities of humans, and sometimes profound wonder can only be expressed in silence. Our older sisters and brothers, the animals, often seemed enthralled in silent wonder at creation too, he says. Perhaps the huge silence of the animal world is their expression of wonder at creation. And so this morning, the body prayer that we're gonna share is a variation of one we've done before. It's designed for a hot summer morning when we're too tired or not tired, crowded to lift our hands and wave them around. We're gonna do this very, very slowly and um, very silently. First of all, we'll begin like this. We'll put our hands in front of our faces and we'll hold them there long enough to think of the words. We open our eyes to the wonder that surrounds us. And then in a small motion, we're gonna go like this. Wow, thank you, amen. Now I also know that there are some of you who don't particularly like body prayers. This is one you can do just sitting very still. So we're gonna cover our eyes, open our eyes to the wonder that surrounds us, Opening up. Wow. Thank you. Amen. 
There are lots of moments in books and movies that leave us wide-eyed and breathless. One of the most famous, one that I'm sure young and old alike have seen, is the movie version of The Wizard of Oz. How many of you have seen The Wizard of Oz? That's what I thought. Dorothy's house is sucked up into the twister and then suddenly crashes to earth. She opens the door in her sepia-colored Kansas to find herself in the technicolor world of Oz. Wow. As Dorothy sets off on her quest to find the wizard and the Emerald City, Glinda and the munchkins tell her to just follow the yellow brick road. Follow, follow, follow. Follow the yellow brick road. Okay. I began to think about the yellow brick road. It was right there when Dorothy landed. She didn't have to create the highway herself. It was right there. As your DRE, I didn't have to lay any pavement either. The path had been laid out for me a long time ago by a very long line of DREs. Sherry, Ginny, Kate, Linda, Tad, Becky, and Joanna, I think, or Joanne. Volunteers without number also helped pave the way. All of those who served the congregation before me, I merely had to fill in a pothole, resurface a couple of rough spots, and help build an on-ramp or two. The same things others did for me. As Dorothy skips along down the road, she doesn't go alone. She meets friends who willingly make the journey with her. The scarecrow, the and the she couldn't have made her way to Oz alone. I've had supporters on my yellow brick road as well. Great companions, friends, and amazing partners. Teachers, facilitators, guides, and committee members. It is well known that religious education volunteers have brains, great courage, and enormous hearts. But as the wizard told the cowardly lion, back where I come from, he said, we have men who are called heroes. Once a year, they take their fortitude out of mothballs and parade it down Main Street of the city. But they have one thing that you haven't got. A medal. Therefore today, one minute. Therefore today, I would like to award the RE volunteers the Medal of Honor and welcome you to the Legion of Courage, the Battalion of Wisdom, and the Company of the Great Hearted. And so as I prepare to do that, I would ask the people that I asked, this would be you, behind you, um, to be my, my helpers, if you would come forward and sit right here on the, um, that'd be you, to sit right here on the um, step. And if I didn't ask you and you think, wow, I'd like to be a helper, come on down. <laughs> so yeah, you can come down and we'll sit right here. I'll tell you what to do in just a minute. Okay. Okay, in just a few minutes, I'm gonna ask them to stand up. And when everybody's, you can sit right there until I tell you. Everybody's standing up, I'll have you guys take things out. <coughs> Okay. 
Okay, this is a notoriously shy group who didn't have to have classes this morning, so they might not be here, but if you are here, and one second, do we have a time up here? If you are here, would you please stand when I call your name and remain standing? And as you are listening from the congregation, listen to how many names are repeated more than once. So our Sunday school teachers, please stand. Janet Poten. Now I know she, oh, there she is. Janet Poten, Julie Curtin, Barkley Johnson, Now, I know you guys are here. I saw you. Oh, there you go. Susan Gilmore. Danette Fuller. Steve Grunwald. Kara Robachek. Marge Zunder. Jennifer Scarada. Abby Callahan. Danner Friend. Margaret Blanchard. Liz Benjamin, Nancy Schultz, Ansel Plug, Dina Barawi, Ann Ferguson, Will White, Art Stuckey, Emily Seifert. Joining them is Mary Chris DiBellina Doyle, who served three different Sundays as um, a one-room Sunday school hostess, guide, teacher, um, leader. Coming of age facilitators, Paul Olson and Susan Koch. Coming of age guides, Scott Hess, Amy Willis, Steve Grunwald again, Pat Carstensen, Mara Iverson, Hannah Wirth, Peter Watt, Bridging coach, Harris Webster. Adult Religious Education Subcommittee members, Kristen Glasser, Paul Olson, Kathleen Bryant, Mara Iverson. Adult Religious Education Facilitators, Kristen Glasser, Kathleen Bryant, Mara Iverson, Paul Olson. Paul Curtis, Amy Tatko. Religious Education Committee members, Karen Kelly, Deb Vaness, Beth Merrill, Teresa White, Mara Iverson, Margot Whitcomb, Noah Whitkey Mealy. Let's give them a hand. And while the munchkins bring these to you, uh, when you receive your award, then you may just sit down and you may wear this um, medal proudly. I have been so blessed to have traveled this road in your company. You have filled my life with wonder, grace, and much gratitude. Some of the teachers in our Sunday school were here before I came. Some of them answered the call the very first time I asked 
and have been here through the whole time that I've been here. Some people said, I'll try it for a semester, and they stayed for three years. Um, some people said, you know, I'll do it for a year, and then I'm going to move on to something else. There are many, many ways to serve in RE, and I thank all the people that have served.